Hello and welcome to another episode of Casting Views, a podcast hosted by me, Lou. Me, Dan. <laughs> it's a podcast each week where we take something random, something in the news, something that interests us and, well, cast some views. I've got to start by asking you, Dan, how have you been this week? I've been all right and I'm laughing because this is our third intro. Obviously, <laughs> the listeners won't know, but we, we, we are so bad at the intro. We are really um, bad at the intros. <laughs> how has my week been? My week's been okay. It's just been fairly nondescript, really. I was in at the weekend. I just chilled. I've been playing. Um, actually, I'm not going to say what I've been playing because I was on a podcast recording about <laughs> it a couple of days ago. So I'll, I'll, I don't want to do a spoiler for that. But yeah, I am. Um, I guess did on a, on another pod, so that will be out soon. Yeah, just chilling, really. How about you? Yeah, I feel like mine was relatively boring. This has been like the highlight of my week recording this. In reality, it's like the one thing that I've been building up to. <laughs> Oh, actually, I got, I did, actually, no, I did get a new phone and I've made the jump from iOS to Android, which is Ooh. quite exciting. That was actually quite exciting. <laughs> Very frustrating at the, at the first. It is totally different world. Uh, I've upgraded my week from, from nondescript to mildly exciting because of that. <laughs> <laughs> see, the thing is as well, I feel like you never really see people make the jump from iPhone to Android. It's always the other way around usually. Yeah, it's definitely... Um, well, it was it was a cost thing. I wasn't gonna fork out for a new iPhone. Yeah, the two thousand nine hundred pounds plus five hundred pounds for AirPods or whatever they are at the minute. <laughs> I was thinking about it the other day. It was you know the the whole thing with phones where it used to be that they had to be as small as they can. Now it's about getting them as big as they can, and and at some point they'll be able to actually make phone calls, a decent standard of phone calls. I think you could do everything <laughs> brilliantly, but the phone calls are just dreadful. I was saying, did, did I say it on the podcast or, or I was saying to someone, do you remember, right, well, you don't because you're probably too young. Back <laughs> in the day when it was like phoning competitions on the TV or phoning on the radio, the person phoning in sounded so clear because they were using a wired landline. And now it's all, could you stand with one arm out the window, you know, could you face northeast while you're trying to hopefully you get three or four bars on your phone? it is crazy isn't it because even now what's the show in the morning is it jeremy vine where they do like the call in with people from the oh, public and they always yeah. have trouble on the phones when you hear radio shows and i just think to myself i'm like it's 2022 why are we not hearing this in hd high quality audio <laughs> and where i live on my my estate i've got to rely on bloody wi-fi calling on my mobile because <laughs> yeah. it, it, there's no signal Actually, my, the, the new phone, that's the one thing, it's got far better um, Wi-Fi calling. But yeah, it's and it's like, I've, I've said to you before, when, I'm, when I've been on call at work, I then have to set a dive, divert to my landline just in case the Wi-Fi cuts out overnight. And it's like, like you said, in 2022, I shouldn't have to be diverting a mobile to a landline. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we're really diverting. We, we should go, this sounds like it could be a What Grinds My Gear episode. Part yeah, two. yeah, we should do, because I feel like that would probably be our best episode. Certainly be one that we'd be most passionate about as well, knowing me and you. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that again soon. Right, now, just before we hear from some friends, I'm going to tease what the episode's going to be. So this week, we're looking at the internet's strangest, weirdest, most unusual websites. Yeah, yeah, I think that was the, that was the theme we set each other, and I've got a couple of good ones. How about you? Yeah, yeah, I've got some interesting ones. I feel like mine have got to be much more stupid than yours are, though. 
Um, <laughs> hold on, hold on. There. The interesting thing about websites, well, not the interesting thing. Do you know what the annoying thing about websites is? What is the annoying thing about websites? The fact that you have to keep scrolling and reading them. Do you know what would be better than that? What would be better than that? It would be if you could have them read to you. Now, funny we mentioned this because Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. I'm smooth, aren't I? <laughs> it, picks, it picks up web articles about the most trending topics on the web at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever on the internet, the entire web becomes listenable all in one place. You can browse the articles from topics you choose to start playing, stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like from sports, tech, psychology experiments like a, a great podcast has done for the last couple of weeks. Or even, I guess, weird websites. But my favourite would have to be the Kardashians. It will find you all the latest articles on them and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts as well. You can explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Our podcast, Casting Views, is there too. They've even got digital radio. So download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the description, and you can use promo code CASTV. That's also going to be in our episode notes for a one-month free premium subscription. Smoother. Do you know what is funny about that as well? That was a less shameless plug than a Michael Bay film. <laughs> we'll do better. We'll do better. <laughs> Have we also got some friends that we uh, we can listen to as well? Yeah, let's do that now. Welcome back to the Joe Tutorial. Whoa, you Matt, know- this isn't an episode. It's a trailer. Well, what the hell's a trailer, Adam? It's where we tell people what they can expect from our podcast, Decaying with the Boys. Well, they can uh, expect to hear us talk shop on pro wrestling, craft beer, horror movies, and pop culture, like Britney Spears' creepy father and stuff like that. We've literally never talked about Britney, but we do take our shots at everything else she said. Well, then uh, I guess I can also tell them they can find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and Anchor FM. And don't forget to find us on all social media at DecayingWTV. Cheers. This is Leo Allen from Voluntary Input, and you're listening to Dan and Lou on Casting Views. Now let's get back to the show. And we're back. So, weird, strange, unusual websites. I feel like this could either be a really long episode or a really short one, depending on what we found. I mean, I found some really ridiculous ones, but I have to say I spent more time than I'd be willing to admit on a couple of them. Well, I, I do wonder if we probably hit the same ones, and I, I did the same. Now, what I'm going to say was I started going through some, and I've got three, and then it stopped there because I found, when I stumbled upon one, that was like, how have I never seen that before? How have I never heard this before? How have I never heard anyone talk about it before? And I'm, a, I, I'm pretty much obsessed with this one I found, and I can't wait to talk about this one. And that was where I spent most of my time. But yeah... The, on the others, I did want to click on them, but I used our old laptop because I thought I'm not going to say anything that I don't want our listeners clicking on and like you, you start getting loads of viruses. And yeah, I was playing about with loads for ages, having a great time. Yeah, I did wonder when I was clicking through a list of like random websites as to whether or not one of them was just going to give me endless pop-ups and was going to destroy my computer ahead of this episode. But I can safely say all of the websites tested and uh, and and spoken about in this episode have been tested by us. So we've taken the fall for you um, if you do go and, uh, and venture on to some of them. Um, how do you want to kick it off? Do you want to kick off? No, no, your, your episode, yeah. you kick off, yeah. 
Okay, this was one of the websites that I spent more time on. Um, and once you get on it, I feel like it's quite addictive and you can't stop. And this one is pointerpointer.com. Yes, yes, that's my one. I've got that one. Brilliant. (laughs) It is absolutely brilliant. Now, it's just a web page. And when you open it up, you put your mouse somewhere on screen and leave it still. And it will find an image on the web of someone pointing at your mouse cursor. It is utterly brilliant. I tried for probably, this is terrible to say, for like 35 minutes trying to find a place on the screen. Yeah, yeah, trying to catch the software out. And I'm, I swear to God, there is an image for every place on screen. It is fantastic. In actual fact, I don't know if we can do like a screen recording of this website and put it on like a social or an Instagram or a Twitter for us so you can see it in action. But it is honestly hilarious. And do you know what the best thing is as well? All of these pictures look like they're from like, do you know, like the 90s and like a, a, a photo album, but like a physical one. Yes, yes, yeah. It does look like a 90s, 90s website, doesn't it? When you, some of the images. But it's like all of the pictures look like they've been taken on an actual camera as opposed yeah, to a yeah. camera phone, if that makes sense. But it is honestly hilarious. And some of the pictures that you get are brilliant. Like some of them are like people at a conference, which was like really blurry. Some of them are just like people at parties. But then I guess you have to remember, there's probably a lot to pick from considering how many people don't know what to do when they have a photo taken of them. So just point. I've seen some where it's actually like a close-up of somebody's finger with a face drawn onto the finger you know like a pen (laughs) (laughs) but it's honestly brilliant in actual fact i'm actually on another tab right now still testing it honestly absolutely brilliant and you know what i'd I'd, at some point i'd be fearful that scrolling through this website for too long would give me a picture of myself yeah. Are there, there are many pictures of you, photos of you pointing then? Yeah, it? I feel like there must be because what I've realised is is that lots of people take photos unnaturally pointing or, or like it will just be a picture of someone like in a bar who's like just got their hand up and their fingers just pointing in a direction and it will pick that one out. I just don't know where they've got the photo library from because like I said, all of the pictures look like they were taken on actual cameras. So it's crazy to think that all of these pictures must have been uploaded at some point and they've all been calibrated to know where a finger is like i wonder whether or not it's a manual thing or whether or not that there's software that picks it up but it's absolutely brilliant yeah so so that is like i said that is exactly it isn't it it's about where so wherever you do and i've tried moving the cursor really fast so wherever you leave your mouse pointer it will be a something pointing right at the point where you leave it. It's brilliant. I mean, the, and and the name of it, pointerpointer.com. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's amazing to me as well how, like, who's, number one, I'd love to know who started this website. Number two, I'd like to see how, how long it's been hosted for, <laughs> like how long it's been up and running for. But I remember actually seeing this like a year and a half ago on TikTok as well. And I went and looked at it then, and then it came back to me when we looked at this episode. It's like a picture now is like taken in like a college dorm in like the 90s because they've got all the old like, do you know those plastic mats that all look like they um, went yellow with sun, basically. So it had to be yeah, old yeah, pictures. Yeah. That's what the one thing that amazes me. It's unbelievable. I mean, what I might do as part of the, when we release the episode is actually put a couple of examples of the picture. I might put a couple of those up. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it looks like from some 90s, the one I've got is from some 90s uh, college party. I mean, it's brilliant. You, you can't catch it out. 
You can't, like, like, and some of them, brilliant, like this one, is like a guy pointing towards the screen and the mouse pointer is right in the middle of his finger. So he's not just pointing at the mouse pointer. It's like right, the, the finger is right at the, you know, in your face. It's just brilliant. It is brilliant. And you know what as well? I think I've only seen a duplicate image once. So there's enough different images that literally mean that anywhere you put your cursor, like I'm going down in the very bottom corners. If you're listening to this on your phone, definitely please go to Pointer Pointer right now because you can actually use it on mobile. I've already tried it. You can as well. (laughs) And so while you're listening to this, please have a click through this website. It's bloody hilarious. Yeah, no, I I found that as well. And that was that was actually the first one. And like I said, I probably spent half hour half hour just playing with that. (laughs) Amazing. Again, I thought that I was going to come with stupid ones, but considering how that one was on your list, it's given me a bit more confidence that I've not been a complete idiot for this episode. No, I'll put that in strange or unusual. Yeah. <laughs> right, right have you got one? Let's then? have another one. No, well, tell you what, let's, let's tell you have what, yeah. a, another one of yours, because the one I'm going to focus on is quite a long story. So, Okay, I've got another really stupid one, and this is called illslap.com. Yeah, I've seen that as well. (laughs) And basically, you click on the website and it's just a video, a picture of a man. And then as you move your cursor across the screen from right to left, it slaps him in the face with an eel. There's there's, there's just no way of like glamorizing it. Like you could do it as fast or as slow as you want. You could do it in slow-mo. It's absolutely brilliant. Again, completely random. Don't understand why it's still been hosted made by there's a little bit of website detail but again it's just a picture of a man and you can slap him in the face with a nail and again you can also do this on mobile as well it changes with the speed you move the the cursor as well doesn't it yeah it does yeah so if you move it really and he's getting full-on slapped in the face isn't he yeah yeah can we just say this is a real person fully being slapped with a nail and they've just synced it up with your mouse your mouse cursor so i can tell you now from the reaction of the guy he is being full-on pelted with a wet fish yeah, again, again illslap.com, you probably know what you're getting into when, you, when you're doing that. But I, I'm wondering what you could ever Google to find out other than weird websites. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. do you know what it is? It's like, at what point does somebody randomly end, like, when you type into Google, what would you need to Google search, like, accidentally to get this <laughs> website as a suggestion on the first page? Like, what would you need to be turning around being like, illbait, and then all of a sudden you get illslap.com? Like, I wonder where this abouts websites like these pop up on the suggested thing on Google. <laughs> yeah, you probably want to be clearing your search history for anything like that. <laughs> but, but the thing I thought when I saw this, right, is it was fun, and it is fun. Like I said, you can move the images backwards and forwards, you know, so you're in control of the slap as such with the ill. You see, you're the slapper, aren't you? you yeah. It's almost like from your perspective. But what was the thought process, the creative process behind this? I'm going to create a website. Okay. So far, so good. I'm going to name it illslap.com. Okay. Probably still so far, so good. It's going to be a picture of me being slapped in the face with a wet ill, and the person visiting it controls the power and the pace of the slap. It's like, <laughs> at what point? And then you actually have to do that. You have to film it. <laughs> I also want to know who this man is. Do you reckon he's the one that created the website? Do you reckon the one doing the slap is the one that created the website? I feel like it's one of those, you know, like stock videos that's been taken for whatever. Do you know you get random stock images that make no sense whatsoever? It's like somebody sitting in a cafe with random things around them and the scenery is completely strange. I feel like this is like a stock video that was taken and then somebody's found it and just turned it into a website. Unlike point to point where it's loads of different images, this is just the one slap, isn't it? The one yeah. the one man, the one slap. 
it would be good to have a bit of variety. So I feel like I'm going to put it on a level just below pointer pointer is illslap.com. But if that was today, it would be illslap and then it would be, I don't know, snake slap. Then it would, I've got to be careful where I go with this. Then, then I don't know. <laughs> See, I wonder if we could use modern day technology to now change this image so you could put something different in the person's hand. That would be oh, something I'd be, be, able to. be interested in. That That's a website that someone who's got too much time on their hands needs to create. Absolutely hilarious. Very random. Just very strange. Again, but you can spend probably 10, 15 minutes just going back and forth. If you're on your train, on your commute to work, just give it a look because it's actually just relatively entertaining. I mean, for, for a... people as simple as me and Dan, it is. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? If you say it to someone, like I'm sure people listening to this are saying, what, how the hell would you find that entertaining? And if you were telling me, I'd say the same. But having actually visited them and losing 10, 15 minutes or so to each one, there's a weird kind of compulsion to to go along with it, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, it's not even a high-tech website. These are just exactly what they, they, they say on the tin. Like, point to pointer is just a black screen, and you move the mouse, and it just says, locating your point, a pointer located. Here's a picture. There's yeah. no about there's no links there's no hi this is who we are is there i don't think i don't remember seeing no no nothing no no website information literally just a site and do you know what it is is like somebody's still paying the registration fee for the site <laughs> so like someone consciously yeah. is letting money go every year to keep this pointless website going which i think is even more brilliant i'd love to know what like the internet traffic is on websites like this it'd be hilarious it's probably gone up a thousand percent between me and you in the last yeah, couple yeah, of days yeah. <laughs> person sitting at home's like i told you that it was worth it <laughs> amazing but yeah there were two very very uh very silly ones you tell what, i'm gonna do my one because like i said this is this is a bit of a long story now i i fell into this website literally last night so i quickly scrambled it together um but i'm fascinated with the idea of it and i'm also fascinated by the fact i can't find anything else out about it I did find this on my old laptop and it was fine. But when I've tried to go onto it on my current laptop, my uh, my antivirus is telling me to watch out because it's a malicious site. So I haven't gone onto it. But <laughs> the website is thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. Okay. So I don't know if you want to try that. Like I said, I, I, it was on my other, my older laptop. I was getting onto it fine. But this one stopped me from going onto it, which is fine because I'm able to tell you about it now anyway. Yeah, thebeatlesneverbrokeup.com. Well, my computer's getting rather slow, so I don't know if the website that I'm going to talk about next is the one doing that <laughs> to my computer. Okay. Right. I'll get there eventually. What this is... All right, let me tell you anyway, right? What this is, is about a guy... Well, let me read it to you, right? It starts off, the following is an actual account of my experiences as of recently. Because of the nature of what has happened, I must remain anonymous until I feel it is safe to reveal my real name. Pretty, so far pretty mysterious right so he's called himself james richards now if i if i remember right i think that is the first names of because i think paul mccartney i think it's got james's name and ringo is called richard so i think he's mashed two names which is a perfect word for what comes comes later but anyway this website went up on this in 2009 and what this guy's saying is in 2009 september the 9th he came into possession of a cassette tape containing a Beatles album that was never released. Right. And it gets even better. In fact, not only was it never released, it was recorded many years after they broke up. 
He lives in a place in California called Livermore. He was driving home from a place after visiting a friend. He had his dog with him, didn't have any plans, so they took a scenic route through a canyon. In the canyon, his dog started acting like needed to go toilet, so he pulled over to the first available parking area and let her out while he stretched. At first, he didn't notice that the dog had run away, but then he could hear the dog barking from about 30, 40 yards away. He goes running after the dog, trips up in a hole, puts his foot into a hole, falls over and knocks himself unconscious, right? He then wakes up in a room with furniture and electronics in it, and he had a bandage on his head. Now, the reason he was sort of making a big point about seeing he was in a house and that there was a, you know, he could hear traffic was because where he, he fell over, where he got knocked out was in the middle of nowhere. Right. He gets up, starts to look over at this electrical window, wants to look out the window when the door to the room opens and a man's there holding his dog and the dog is obviously happy to see him. The guy introduces himself as called Jonas and he then, I then asked him the question that would make me start wondering if I had in fact gone crazy. I asked him, where am I? And he said, 20 feet from where I found you. I told him that couldn't be possible because there were no houses within at least 20 miles from where I last remember being. He then told me that he, what he was going to say next was going to be very shocking and unbelievable and that if he didn't experience it himself, then he wouldn't believe it. All right. And this is where it starts to get even better, this story. I love it. He took a look at the machine near the window, looked back at me and said he transported me into a parallel earth. He said that he travelled to our Earth dimension and found me knocked out in the blazing heat with nobody around to help me out. Normally, he doesn't take outsiders through a portal, but in my case, he thought he ne- I needed urgent help. Apparently, in his world, a parallel travel machine can be purchased easily. While not cheap, it's pretty popular, even though the machine can be dangerous enough to cause death. In the 1950s of his dimension, the government was faced with a decision to continue to fund the space programme blah, blah, blah. I'll skip a little bit here. He then explained that the real danger of using one of these machines was exploring new dimensions. Since there are an infinite number of Earths in other dimensions, only a small amount have been explored. Um, The problem with exploring unknown dimensions is the chance you will die somehow once you walk through the portal doorway. He told me that people die from falling if the ground isn't close enough to where the portal opens. And that that kind of... (laughs) Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, because we just think traveling's easy, right? People die from drowning. There are worlds covered in water and hard to reopen a portal underwater. They die from fire, atmospheric issues, so on and so on. So he goes, he, to avoid this, they would have to go to dimensions they knew were safe to go to. And his government had produced a list of that. Anyway, he said, we talked about a lot of things. It was interesting to see what similarities and differences we have between worlds, foods, culture, TV, technology. We covered a lot. And we also then started talking about music, which was an interesting topic because there were many of the same bands between our worlds that existed, including the Beatles. When their name got brought up, Jonas mentioned his brother just got back from seeing them perform at a concert recently, to which I gave a weird look to say, you mean they're still together? And he said, yeah. I then told him about how they broke up in our world and that John and George passed away. Apparently, in his world, they are alive, healthy and still on tour. Jonas then has him follow him into another room that had a bookshelf-looking thing with some cassette tapes. Uh, yep, the music ones. Did, did you ever use cassette tapes, Lee? Oh, when I was super, super young. Apparently CDs never caught on in his world. <laughs> and he had a tape player. Oh, sorry, gone. It's like the Fallout universe. Like microchip <laughs> yeah. never existed. Yeah. yeah, and he had a tape player, radio record player, though it didn't quite look like the type of radios we have. The speakers looked more like crinkled cardboard, but sounded pretty good. 
The only Beatles album he had that was store-bought and had real cover art was Sgt. Pepper's, which the cover looks slightly different to the one we have. But the songs are all the same. The other six Beatles tapes he had were all like somebody had recorded them onto a blank set for him and wrote the song titles on a card slipped into the case. A couple of the album titles written on the tapes I recognised, but there were four I'd never heard of. He played a few songs from one of them, which was totally surreal to hear Beatles music that was never made, at least in our world. Uh, we talked about it. He said a girl made the tapes for him while he was in upper school and she was a huge fan of them and wanted him to listen to them. Now, what I find interesting about that upper school definitely makes it sound English because yeah. we, we we say upper school, don't we? Yeah. Because I yeah. think he, he said here what they call high school. He popped out the first tape, was putting in the second one when I told him he should record me a copy so I could take it with me, thinking it wouldn't be a big deal. The look Jonas gave me when I said this is part of the reason I'm remaining anonymous. Not only did it scare me, but it had very serious, almost creepy look, followed by the phrase, no, you are not to take anything with you back to your world. No pictures, no souvenirs, no tapes, nothing. I asked him why and he wouldn't really say, except that for my safety, I wasn't allowed to take anything back. Of course, I'm not the type of person to go through all this parallel world stuff and not grab something to prove the outrageous story of my experience. So for the moment, I told him I wouldn't. Anyway. There's a knock at the door or something that Jonas goes out and this James Richard nicks one of the tapes, doesn't he? I mean, how rude. The guy saved his life. Yeah. He's, he's stolen one of the tapes. When he came back inside, I said I was hungry just to get us out of the room. I mixed the tapes up so it was hard to tell there was one missing, but I didn't want him to be in there and look for it. He then goes into detail saying that it's purple ketchup, etc. So he's really going into detail here. Ultimately, he lets him, you know, he gets back to his world. And he says, I walked back to my car um, and drove home. The worst part was I couldn't listen to the tape on the way home because I don't have a tape player in my car. And I wasn't even able to listen to it at home for the same reason and had to go to Walmart to buy a tape player to listen to it. Unfortunately, I don't have any information about the tape other than what is written on the card sleeve. The track names were written as well as the album title. The album was called Everyday Chemistry. Everything else about it is as mysterious to you as it is to me. And it wasn't like I could have asked a guy anything about it. So there is um, there is an email address that was set up called the Beatles Never Broke Up at Yahoo.com if you want to answer him questions. Now, I'll go into some more in a minute, but I then listened to the tracks. The tracks are on there. I think there's 11 or 12. I started listening to it and I thought, my word, that does actually sound like the Beatles. But then I tried to find out more about this website and they are mashups of the Beatles solos work. Okay. Now, at first I thought, oh, it's really clever. You know, it's a bit of marketing for this guy. But I can't find anything else about this website. There seems to be no follow-up. So it was in the it was in the Guardian, I think it was. I think I got um there was a write-up in the Guardian where, you know, they had a load of people having a go at him, so the the skeptics have had their say. So, hey you stupid idiot, wrote one rather unkindly. Please get the hell away with your supposed new album, even after listening to it for two seconds. I noticed it was just banned on a run mixed with other music. And the fact is that someone said, he then said, well, thanks for posting the download and sharing your story about this pretty cool collection of songs, wrote Stephen. After listening to all of it, however, it sounds like a collection of previous Beatles and post-breakup albums from this dimension mixed into new songs. So I just find it bizarre that he's gone to this extent to create this story about travelling to another parallel dimension. 
as stealing an unreleased Beatles album. The anonymity thing's weird as well because if there was like a if it was publicity, would you would like the anonymity doesn't really make sense because publicity kind of for what I guess the only like logical explanation that I think is that it's literally just a hoax because you know people hoax the what's that big monster that lives in Loch Ness, the Loch Ness monster, yeah, that one, and so for the sake of like creating some sort of like old tale, but I'm, I don't know, it kind of seems a little bit legitimate to me. And this is exactly it. So I'm thinking, obviously, I don't believe it. I think it classifies as a weird website in a pure sense of this guy is claiming to have travelled to another dimension. Now, obviously, like I said, I was wondering whether he he created the mashups and he, it was going to be like a portfolio for some of his work. Okay, yeah. But I can't, what I'm trying to say, and like I said, bear in mind, I only saw this last night. I can't find any follow-ups or anything to it. I can't see then there being an article saying, oh, do you remember that thing from 13 years ago? Yeah, it was me and I got a recording act out of it or I'm now this DJ. Yeah. That's what I find the weird thing. It's just gone cold. Now, there is an FAQ section on his website. So I just got a few that I was going to read and it was like, um, Hi, I'm Nathaniel, and I just read your article. How can you prove this tape isn't just a really nice cover band of the Beatles? And this James Richards says, You bring up a good point, Nathaniel. Though during my discussion with Jonas about music and the music industry, I learned that in his world there were no such thing as cover bands, something about an ultra-strict copyright, and musicians were only allowed to play music they wrote themselves. I mean, not really answering the question. This one I thought was mean but funny at the same time. You should probably go knock yourself out again and get those last few tapes for us. That would be great. <laughs> and he replies, saying, I doubt Jonas would be happy to see me a second time. Another one asks, is there a Yoko Ono in that universe? And she was because she's on her, the, her name was on the tapes. This one here says, I'm really hoping this is a true story. I do have a serious question for you, though. Did you ask him or find out if there was a way for us to travel to them or does someone have to bring you there? I really want to go knock myself out in the desert. So this will happen to me. I, I want to know as much about this as possible as is very interesting to me. And I want to experience it. And he said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't specifically ask that. But as, as far as I know from what we talked about, our universe has no capabilities to travel dimensionally. He did say our universe was uncharted, which was his job to explore new, new universes. So anyway, bottom line is, yeah, I find this fascinating and interesting and unusual because he's gone to this whole this whole story. And if you look at the website, there are pictures of the album and he's, like I said, you can listen to it. There's a Wikipedia entry for the album. Yeah, I've seen. I've just Googled it now. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just find it bizarre. And it's a great, obviously, I've listened to some of the tracks. If you're a Beatles fan, I recommend you to listen to some. The unusual bit for me has come from, I can't see what he's gained from it because it hasn't made it to the net so whether he has or hasn't or it was actually true and he did get taken away yeah yeah potentially uh, to me this one's a very very strange one because whilst like the whole anonymity thing to me gives it like more legitimacy i'm only questioning how it's possible that they used cassettes cds hadn't cottoned on but they had interdimensional travel <laughs> yeah. that's that's my biggest concern like why are you still using cassettes but you can travel for universe like we were just talking about how the fact that in this dimension we can't even make a fucking phone call correctly when we're only 20 minutes up the road from each other but in this dimension they're still using record cassette tapes but can travel interdimensionally but i guess stephen hawking never ruled out interdimensional travel 
Yeah, I, I, I quite like this story. I feel like if it's if it's a hoax, it's a class hoax, to be fair. I feel like it's one of those, like, internet... What do you call, like, an internet story? Like, do you know we had that cicada? Like a, we talked about... Legend. Yeah, yeah, we had that cicada 3381 or whatever oh, it was. We, yeah. yeah, the mysteries. This kind of strikes me like one of them. And to, to be fair to the, the person who's created this, um, I think it's a banging setup and everything. I think the fact that, like, he's actually put the links as well for download to the songs on the website. Which I think so is brilliant. Have you, got, have you gone to the website? Yeah, yeah, I'm on the website yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. And and that's the thing. And like I said, you know, I'm not I, I'm not here saying it's true. I, I know it's it's a hoax, but for me, it's just unusual. I'd not heard it before. He, like you said, he's gone to really good lengths to make it look like a decent website. He he's got the full story. I mean, he's gone into the whole thing. It's not just about um, the fact he ended up in another dimension and stole the tape. It's the whole thing about that, you know, the food, that there'd be purple ketchup. It's the fact <laughs> that, yeah, it, it's it's a whole story. The whole world is, is, is kind of built up from that. And it's the fact, like I said, that there's not much. It's, it, like I said, it was covered in a couple of mainstream newspapers. The Guardian had it. I'm sure I saw when I was looking, there was an article in the NME, as I mentioned, a Wikipedia entry. But that's it. And I was really hoping I could find somebody claiming it but no so yeah yeah there you go yeah i'm quite impressed by this one and this is a much much cooler website than i feel like the random ones that we've talked about so far <laughs> i love the beatles anyway and you know there's um there's always been stories like you know like paul mccartney died years ago and and it, there's all these weird stories around the beatles that this one just feels like it's an apt story to go with the beatles like i said why is not well, I've not heard of it, even in like a meme or even in like uh, in passing when they talk about the beers. I've never heard of this website. Maybe that's because it is being covered up. Oh, maybe. Oh, no. What have we done? Maybe that's why your computer, your McAfee antivirus, other antivirus softwares are available, um, was, was, was turning around and flagging it, being like, don't go on this, don't go on this. We're being watched now, I'm telling you, by governments across the world. They're like, they've found interdimensional travel. <laughs> All these websites that were untouched and then you and I come along and <laughs> start. I just love the fact as well that like he's he's interdimensional travel. He's turned around and been like he's travelled to another dimension, but he's not he's not got anything on story in terms of like oh my god, does that mean there's another one of me in this universe? (laughs) Like, am I alive in this universe? Like, what is he asked any questions? Like, who who the president is? What's religion like in this in this universe? But no, all he's done is spent time talking to Jonas about the Beatles. And he nicked one of his tapes. And he stole one of his tapes. Jonas has turned around and thought, he looked back at his list and thought, fuck, what dimension was that guy in? <laughs> yeah, but the, before we move on, the, the one line I wanted to read again was, where was it? He, he, he said something along the lines of, now I'm not the sort of person to go through all this parallel dimension traveling without coming back with something. I thought that was brilliant. <laughs> it's like it's like he's at celebrity's house or something. <laughs> I just think it's brilliant as well, the descriptor of the fact that when people travel interdimensionally, the reason there's a high mortality rate is because sometimes they just <laughs> teleport to the ocean. Like, imagine, like, your task, like, do you know what, I, do you know what I'm just picturing? There's a test facility in some sort of alternate dimension, and people are coming back. So, like, someone teleports and then immediately come back, and they're soaking wet, or someone teleports. Like, imagine all of a sudden they've put a zoo on the base of where you were, and you've been teleported into the lion enclosure. <laughs> Or you've teleported like fifty feet in the air, and it's yeah. like <laughs> I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm guessing they don't put these teleporters in the twentieth floor of office buildings. I imagine they're on the uh, ground floor, pretty firm. Like you said, they've gone through all this this 
trouble to create this this technology, but they're still really risky. Maybe that's why. Maybe that's why like high profile buildings are are always really secure. So, for instance, like you know, the Vatican's got really secure buildings that haven't moved in thousands of years, and so yeah, maybe yeah. that's why they're secure because they've got this technology hidden there because they know in all the other dimensions they're a safe base for operations. Hmm. Possible. I mean, this feels like there's an episode here. Yeah. Although there's some, hold on, there is something interesting here that I did miss out, but it kind of links into what you're saying. He said some. This is Jonas. Jonas said something about new industries opened up because of the traveling, and he said one of them being something like a dimensional life broker. These people offered the chance to live as someone new in an already established similar world that doesn't know of dimensional travel, nor that there are people crossing the dimensional border. Ah, it's almost like a, an extraterrestrial witness protection scheme almost, isn't it? Yeah, my God, maybe that's what it is. Maybe if you get like witness protection, they just send you to another dimension where no one knows who you are. Yeah, that's it. He, sorry, he said that he was he worked for one of these age, travel agencies, dimensional travel agencies, and was looking in the new uncharted dimensions and came up with our Earth. And that's how he found it. So, wow, impressive. So they can set you up a new life somewhere else. See, this is all a little bit creepy because, you know, as you were reading the story, I had a little bit of like a shudder. <laughs> I was like, hmm. Like I said, that's why I became fascinated with this website because it's not just someone saying, oh, I found it under a rock or I found it in in the woods or, yeah, I went, you know, an alien dropped it off. He's come up with this entire story. He's giving <laughs> like Jonas a backstory and everything. It's It's, it's brilliant. Amazing. I want to know what Jonas looked like as well. Was there a proper description in that of what he looked like? Uh, no, I did cut it out. He just said it. He just, I think he was tall. I think it was dark hair. He might have had a beard. <laughs> that's as far as it. But yeah, there's no, no, there's no pictures. Because remember what he said, he's scared. So, so that's why he's doing anonymity. He doesn't want Jonas tracking him down. I mean, well, now Jonas is going to see our episode description. So Jonas is, sorry, James Richards, but we might be... Uh, giving you away here so <laughs> maybe james richards is listening to this podcast being like i fucking knew someone would talk about my story <laughs> J- joking aside though i'm tempted i, I want to i think i might email that email address and see if it's still active i would actually love to speak i, I i'm genuinely i'm not saying this is a joke i'm genuinely fascinated by this website <laughs> I, I i love this story i love i think it's brilliant i think it's brilliant you could reach out and see if uh he would come on the podcast or she would come on the podcast i've been thinking about this all, all day today i couldn't wait to to talk about this yeah sorry that's me that's 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 my main one yeah <laughs> oh my god amazing i actually really like that and that's actually a cool that's cool also could have been kind of formulated into our conspiracy theories one yeah but i quite yeah. like that but yeah i feel like we should do maybe we should do a touch base maybe if you reach out to that email we should do like a 15 minute snippet about what you discussed and like how how many questions you got answered if answered at all or if we turn around and just put something out to say we never got a response on it. Yeah, like I said, it's there. It's uh, the Beatles never broke up at yahoo.com. I mean, it's a Yahoo email address. So, oh, um, yeah, well. that, yeah. But it's still being hosted. So there must be a fee still being paid for it. Yeah, yeah, it's still active. And it's weird you've got the music on there. Now, I would have thought the fact is, it's, um, if you know, if it is like people are saying, it is actual recordings of Beatles albums and, and solo stuff. I'm surprised that it's still allowed to be online as well. Because I would have thought at the time when this came out, there would have been a bit of a, a internet fuss about it. So I'm surprised the music is still standing. Well, we wouldn't be able to play three seconds of a pop song on this podcast without getting copyright strike. Maybe it's the Beatles estate 
that's turning around Maybe. and putting it out. That would be, and you know what? If it is, that would be unbelievable marketing. I can't lie. But yeah, but then again, there's nothing that's followed up. That is a great. That is a great idea. Like I thought, maybe it was a guy just trying to put a portfolio together. Then I would have liked there to have been. Like I said, this was. I think the website. If you if you've got it still up, is it? I think the website was put up in two thousand nine as well. I think was it or? Well, either way, this. I think it's an old website. So I'm still just amazed that there's nothing come up since then you know because there are articles back in yeah 2010 if you look at the the wikipedia entry you know at the bottom you get references i think the earliest reference was from 2009 so i think the website probably did go up around then so if that's the case you know you're looking at 13 years of i'd have thought somebody would come out and say oh yeah that was us but, yeah, but that's yeah. what intrigues me even more. Oh, there's actually a Facebook link. Is there? Yeah, there's a Facebook link to a Facebook page. Last post. Oh, is that 2011? I'm gonna be well disappointed if that's 2011. Well, they had one post that went out on the fourth of January 2011, and people were actually commenting. It was like a shared post, and this is of the a band from Brazil, Road to Joy, perform cover of anybody else from the album Everyday Chemistry, and that's a a shared post that's gone on there. But don't think they've been active since. I tell you what, let me have a look on Messenger. This is like live investigating you're getting now. Yeah, so if you go to the um, the Wikipedia, it, it calls it a, a remix album of unknown authorship that was made available as a free digital download on the 9th of September 2009, released along with a story of anonymous authorship. authorship yeah. Amazing, amazing. I really like that story, and I feel like we're going to follow that up. Maybe we should send them a message on Facebook as well and see if anyone's monitoring it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it. And or if anyone has heard of this, if if you knew about this, or if anyone has heard any other stories, or if anyone is aware of any follow up or outcome to this, yeah, let us know because I, I just think I think it's such a great idea. I think it's such a great idea. It's almost like the Blair Witch project of the music world if you know what i mean do you remember the whole found footage you yeah. might not remember but it <laughs> yeah, was you yeah. know supposed to it's, it feels like that of the music world to me <laughs> honestly i really like this story this is a very very cool one and like i said kind of gave me a little bit of a shudder when you were reading through the story <laughs> i'm not well good well we are in october so yeah so. yeah mate spooky season is upon us <laughs> right i've got another one which I thought was just interesting because I just I feel like it's quite cool statistics. And this one's internetlivestats.com. And basically, it just gives you the statistics live for the internet. So there are currently 5.4 billion internet users in the world. The total number of websites is 1.9 billion. Um, the number of emails sent today, how many emails do you reckon have been sent today? Now, I don't know if this is, I would imagine that this is like on some form of US time as opposed to British time, because obviously it's a bit later at night here than it would be in the States. But always ask these questions of me, and I the only one I was ever good at, I can't remember that there was one episode. Uh, oh, it was in the uh, Zimbardo experiment. I think I was able to get some. Yeah, yeah, you were pretty bang on with them. <laughs> How many emails today? Well, if you if if you include all the spam ones as well, I don't know. You're looking at let's say something like um, let's say a billion. 258 billion emails. Oh, well, well out. Yeah. The spammers are working hard today. <laughs> the total number of Google searches today, 8.3 billion. Uh, the number of tweets, nearly 800 million. 
Um, nearly 90 million photographs uploaded today on Instagram and nearly 7.6 billion videos viewed today on YouTube alone. YouTube's actually huge when you look at um, the numbers that they put up and they actually do more in-depth stats as well. So nearly a quarter of all internet users live in China and 40% of the world population has an internet connection today. There's one, the first really, website a going on. Of all, sorry, a quarter of all internet users in China. Wow. Yeah, well, you think they've probably got 1.3, 1.4 billion people in China now. Yeah. Is it more than that? I feel like it must be more. The first billion number of websites um, was reached in 2014, and over 75% of websites are inactive. So they're just like parked domains, basically. Which is I something quite I've strange. always thought about. Yeah, is what happens on There's got to be a massive clear up at some point, right? <laughs> Just don't take the Beatles never broke up dot com away, please. <laughs> this one about Twitter is quite um, interesting. So Twitter grew from 5000 tweets per day in 2007 to 500 million per day in 2013. And the rate wow. of growth has slowed and every public tweet being sent becomes part of the Library of Congress's collection. Oh, wow. So now no, that's I'm, it, Jim. We're not going to be sending any more tweets. (laughs) So just think, uh, sorry, what was was it become part of, sorry, again? The Library of Congress's collection. So casting views are in there. Yeah, we will be in there, yeah. And (laughs) you know what? What I want to know is how many, how much, how much hard drive space do they need? Honestly, like I know that my 64 gig iPhone fills up about six seconds after you take it out of the box. Imagine, <laughs> yeah. how, imagine how much data, how much, um, how much hard drive that's basically. It's just like hundreds of thousands of USB sticks, isn't it? Like, what about I hope they've got a good search engine on that. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> um, Google searches today from 10,000 to over 3 billion searches per day in Google's first 15 years. And that was from 1998 to 2013. Google searches represent about 65% of all web searches worldwide. Wide. So basically, Ask Jeeves and Yahoo have really fallen off. <laughs> Ask Jeeves, I loved Ask Jeeves. But yeah, so 394 million active Twitter users. So if there's 796 million tweets being sent, that means that everybody that uses Twitter has sent, on average, two tweets today or per day. Uh, that's probably about right with me. I think I've done two tweets from our account. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've contributed there. Um, this one's quite interesting. 239,000 websites have been hacked today. Wow. Which in the seems like a lot, but in the grand scheme of the fact that there's 1.9 billion websites, it's a really minute number when you think about it, isn't it? Well, let's hope the majority of those are the uh, inactive ones. <laughs> yeah, you would hope. Um, and then it talks a little bit about um, technology sold. So there's been 4 million smartphones sold today. Um, tablets and i imagine they go off of all of like average figures so whilst the numbers are ticking over i imagine it's just based on an average per yeah, week yeah. or whatever it is yeah i'm um, just quite interesting to see it live um internet traffic today there's been 12.9 billion gigabytes worth of internet traffic today so i don't know what kind of contract is going to let you use that much data um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it needs to be a fucking impressive one um, did you say how much of that was porn yeah, well, you know what? I, I I tried to find the statistic because there is a statistic. Like 30%. I bet you did. Careful. Yeah, <laughs> I really did try because I think it's like thirty percent of websites are porn websites. Um, I will find this when you talk about the next one, and we'll come back to it. Um, this one's quite interesting. So, three point three million tons of CO two emissions today as a result of internet usage. Yeah, but if you think about it, all that inactive stuff though surely has got to be adding to that. Yeah, yeah, I would imagine so. Absolutely, I would imagine so. 
Um, but yeah, quite quite cool, um, cool, cool internet facts, and you can watch the light tickers live. Um, this other website found. Oh, sorry, I found some other facts just based on internet because we were talking about weird, weird websites, and I talked about the YouTube one. So YouTube uploads seventy two hours of video every single minute. Yeah, 72 yeah. hours of video goes on and then this website three also days confirmed, three days yeah, every minute yeah three days yeah. worth of video footage every minute and yes it's mostly people's pets because <laughs> everyone <laughs> thinks they've got their pets got to be the next uh grumpy cat <laughs> um and oh, then i'll dear. finish with one random fact so it's if the internet were weighed it would weigh about 50 grams physicist and how would you weigh the internet physicist <laughs> russell sites <laughs> measured the weight of multiple billions of electrons, which make up the data that we send back and forth every day. So you can hold the whole internet in 50 grams. I thought that was quite wow. impressive. Have it, no, that is, that is a really cool fact. Have you ever seen the, the IT crowd? Have you ever watched the IT crowd? No, program? no. Oh, it's a channel four thing. The only thing that came to mind is because, they, if, if I remember right, yeah, so, so this woman becomes boss of this IT department. She's not overly technical, and they convince her that the internet is in a box on their desk. So you know, it's like you've got to restart the internet, and they convince <laughs> her the internet is this box on the desk. And I was thinking, yeah, when you said that, I mean, all those websites, all yeah, all that data, all that CO two, and it weighs fifty grams. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do yeah. you how do you weigh the like, like I said, how do you weigh that? How is it? How, but then I guess work? like the electrons have a weight, even if it's absolutely minuscule, and there's so many of them. I don't know. Sciencey shit that I'm far too too um, simpleton to, to understand. And we talked about, you know, inactive websites. So the majority of internet use isn't actually done by humans. It's actually malware and internet bots, which account for two thirds of internet activity, which is crazy to think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I'm still thinking, I'm just still getting that 50 gram thing. I can't, that doesn't feel right to me. Although I don't know what I, how much, how heavy I think the internet was. Uh, to be honest, it's not something that I've ever thought of before. But <laughs> I'd have thought more than 50 grams. Yeah. Yeah. I would have thought so too. Cause I feel like it would have been, I, I thought that it was going to be something stupid, like a ton, but then looking at it, I was like, oh, well, I guess like electrons are like particles. So how many of them would you need to know? Anyway, physicist stuff that I, like I said, I'm too far too simple to science. understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, bit, a little bit like Jesse Pinkman. Science, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I thought that website was quite cool. Definitely would yeah. check it out. So that's internetlivestats.com. What's next? What's next? Okay. So I've got another stupid one if you'd like. Yeah, go for it. Um, as you know, as I've spoken about before, I've got bowel disease. Um, so I found this one particularly entertaining. And it's called papertoilet.com. <laughs> yeah. And it's basically just a toilet roll on screen that you can wind down until it's empty. Oh, it does empty. It doesn't keep Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, no, you can just roll it like I'm doing it at the minute now. Just flicking it, rolling it rolling it and it's just a toilet paper and you're just wasting all the toilet roll on screen i just thought again who's paying to host this website why did they start this website how did it come about that's the only thing that it does and yeah somebody's still wasting like 30 dollars a month or whatever it might be um keeping this website active for no apparent what'd say, reason what do you say the website is papertoilet.com papertoilet.com which way around because this is obviously a question that divides people as well which way is the toilet paper facing and which way do you have the toilet paper? Do you know what I mean? Do you have the the, the loose bit hanging forwards or against the wall? 
oh, the loose bit should be hanging forwards, I would imagine. Forwards, I think yeah. that that's how non-psychopaths do it. That's, that's absolutely the correct answer, yeah. <laughs> now, the, the, the real... Oh, no, we can't have this discussion because we're going to get into some disgusting things that nobody's going to want to hear. <laughs> All right, moving on. Is there is there is there an end game to it, or does it just run out no, and then it reveals? So it actually took me a little bit of a while to get because I didn't realise <laughs> that you could just spin the mouse on the screen. So I was literally manually dragging each piece of toilet roll to the bottom <laughs> of the screen. So it took me like twenty five minutes to get there. But when you run out, you just run out, and that's it, and that's the end. It, there's really not much else to it. I think that this is less entertaining than the um, fish slap one. Again, I've just got no understanding as to why. But it's quite addictive once you do it because you want to get to the end. I thought that there was going to be like a fucking jump scare. Like you get to the end, the <laughs> toilet roll comes off. Yeah, and it comes off. Yeah, or a prize where it's just like, congratulations, you've won a discount for X amount of toilet roll, which would be useful for me. But yeah, nothing. It's just a, or is a really it, strange... Following on from our psychology experiment, is it basically turns you into a cat? Is it... will? Well, can humans act like cats? You know, cats just want to like <laughs> the entire toilet roll out. Um, yeah, just very, very random. Even the website that I sourced it from turned around and said uh, you'd never, you would have never seen just toilet paper on any website, be it the manufacturing company of toilet paper. But on this website, you would just see toilet paper as you move the cursor. The toilet paper would also move. Needless to say, it's one of the internet's weirdest websites, and it is just very strange, very pointless, quite addictive. Is there anything on it like an about or a link? No, or... about nothing. Literally just a black page with a cartoon toilet roll. These things like that and the point a point around the eel slap does remind me of the early days of like the early 2000s of the internet where you would just get these weird sort of like single page websites, you know, created and it was just random advertising something. That's game, the thing. Like I feel a... like um, imagine people back in the early days were thinking, "Oh my god, imagine look what good we're going to be able to do with the internet, like instant communication with people, information accessible." I'm going to make toilet paper spin. Do you know what this reminds me of as well? Is do you remember there was like a period of having really shitty novelty apps on the iPhone? Like there was one that was like a beer, and as you tipped your phone, like the beer would pour out. <laughs> oh my god, I actually saw that on a TikTok while I was waiting for you. I saw somebody do that on a TikTok <laughs> video just beforehand. <laughs> And the yeah. cigarette lighters. Oh my god, the cigarette lighters! And then there was yeah. ones with like guns, where it just fire different types of guns, and you just hear the same generic sort of sound. But you're like, oh my god, look, <laughs> it's like a gun noise. Oh my god, look, I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> Honestly, humor was genuinely shit at the end of the 2000s. Like hey. even the even the even the apps that we were Hold creating on. were you're, crap. You're, you're obsessed. You're obsessed by a toiletpaper.com website. <laughs> No, no, no! Don't get me wrong. I still, I still think, yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm still, I, I maintain. I think that this website is much better than the beer app. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm, I'm not saying I saw it, but I didn't actually go onto it. I didn't actually go onto it. But yeah, I, that that one's that one's quite, uh, quite, quite. How funny. many more do you have? How many? I've more got, got? I've got a couple more random ones. If we squeeze through them rather quickly, I've got one more. Do you want me to do? I'm, I'm reckoning this is probably on your list as well. Yeah, but go on, if then. I, if I do one. Because uh, the only one of mine you haven't taken so far was uh, zombiepassions.com. Oh, no, I haven't got this. Zombie Do you not see that one? Zombiepassions.com. This is a 100% free dating and social networking site for zombies, zombie lovers, zombie haters, zombie groupies, zombie survivalists, among other related groups of people related to the undead. There's nothing strange about this website whatsoever, right? Now, I did go on it. Now, I'm not sure if it's still as active as it was, but the the URL is still there. 
And yeah, it says, welcome to zombie passions. And then it's got brains underneath it. And it describes itself as 100% free online dating and social networking site for for all the people, zombies, zombie lovers, and people who have been working in a dead-end job for too long. <laughs> Browse the zombie groups to find zombies by type, zombies from toxic spills, zombies from mutated viruses, or zombies from radioactive meteors. Meet other zombie lovers, zombie haters, zombie groupies, and zombie survivalists. Sign up now to enjoy free zombie chat, undead message boards, and email. Now, can I ask, I'm, I'm on this website now, is it a legitimate like dating website? When I was on it, it did look like it was. You could then select, like, I'm a zombie. I can't remember if it was like, I'm a zombie male looking for a zombie or a non-zombie person. It was it was weird. Yeah. I, Not like, weird, got... so I shouldn't say weird. It was for the zombie lovers, lovers. Out there. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. just absolutely fine, obviously. 2022 out here. Um, bra- oh, my God. I'm going to go browse members. Do you reckon you can see without having an account, or do you reckon you need to create one? This is, again, no. great investigative. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's showing people, like, bloody near my area. Really? <laughs> yeah. Does it, does it have, like, is there an about us? Is there, like, a, a date on the website anywhere? I'm just throwing the websites at you and asking you to do the research. Oh, my God. Hang on a minute. Yeah, like, there's proper full-on, like, pages. So you can't see someone's profile picture without having an account i don't believe but there's like about me bits I, I, i'm not I'll, I'll just read this person's descriptors in in a general sense um 38 years old um this person who's got a particular username <laughs> hobbies and interests science sculpting target practice taxidermy <laughs> travel weather writing chess comic books computers booking at re- books and recipes divorced and single income level that's private <laughs> <laughs> Socially, I'm antisocial. Food related, always dieting. Brains. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. So if if well, you're a zombie lover, zo- zombiepassions.com. I mean, you might have a zombie lover near you. Well, I, I feel like this must be a website that's regularly updated because if it, it looks like a website that hasn't been like redone for years and years, but in terms of the things that you can put on your profile, it's got like preferred pronouns and that sort of thing, which really has only become something that is commonly found over websites maybe in the last like five years so it has to be something that's been updated in terms of the developers of this website but yeah wow who who knew maybe it's just for people that like the walking dead because well even zombies need love so yeah i guess so this one's yeah very very interesting when the zombie apocalypse apocalypse comes i'm just gonna bring their attention to zombiepassions.com and maybe they just need love yeah, yeah. And can I just say, there's actually lots and lots of users because I've just skipped 20 pages and there's another 20 <laughs> pages. <laughs> yeah, can you not get to page 45, please? Can you stop before <laughs> that? <laughs> that's oh, that's been really... done. That's, that's uh, do you know what done. it is? I feel like this is one that I'd kind of want to investigate and see what people are actually like, but I couldn't sign up to a dating website. But well, I feel we like. do an episode on dating and we can bring this up. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Maybe we should turn around and see what people are like on like this particular website. They've got current favorite books, Zombie Passions Library. Wow. Yeah. I would give it a give it a look if you're interested in all things zombies, um zombiepassions.com. Give give it a look. Yeah. Yeah, very food related. Everybody puts yeah, brains but they in are, their food. They related. are fairly open. They are fairly open because they even says on there meet other zombie haters as well. So there's a there's a group for, there's a link for zombie haters on the on zombiepassions.com. So <laughs> they're inclusive of everyone unbelievable yeah very strange very strange 
I'm sorry, I'm just reading through people's profiles, but I can't repeat what I'm seeing on this podcast. <laughs> oh my god. Tell me after. Right, okay. I've got two um just more utterly stupid ones, to be honest with you. Go for um it. this one's endlesshorse.com and it's just the name. Based on what what you've said before, I think I can guess. Yeah, and basically on screen it's a horse made up of like key characters on a keyboard, so do you know like backslashes and stuff. And As then like if ASCII, you yeah, if you scroll, its legs just go on forever, no matter how long you scroll. Just why? continuously, forever. Again, don't understand why. Someone's paying a fee to keep this website going. I wonder if there is a bottom, maybe, if you just scroll for 72 hours straight, if at, if at some point maybe the whole website is dedicated to that one person who wants to scroll for as long as possible to get to the very bottom, and maybe there is some sort of prize. This kind of reminds me like the way that, who was that video game developer that created that cube app where you had to take a chunk out of a cube? Uh, Peter Molyneux. Yeah, I feel like this would be like a really good experiment for persistence. And like, it's just a case of who can be asked to scroll for a week straight to get to the bottom of a web page. But I feel like somebody online or on YouTube must have done something where they had a bot that just continuously scrolled the page for hours and hours and nothing happened feels like maybe an early attempt at like bitcoin mining or something you know it's like yeah. <laughs> some sort of power yeah yeah again very strange this one's less much much less interesting but again the big question for me with all of these really little strange ones is who's fucking paying the fee to keep these hosted and why like do you reckon that that's like a do you know when you go to a party you're like oh what are you up to oh, i've got a website what do you do endlesshorse.com would you what is it it's just a horse and it just goes on forever like do you reckon people do it for that just have like that that one token weird thing about them that's that unique thing that they can talk about yeah, maybe. And I do wonder if some of these are done as like maybe university or college projects or, you know, dissertations and they're just left there. You know what? That's a really, really good point. Like this could have been a really good coding project, for instance. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so like, can we yeah. create an endless web page that goes on? How would we do it? And they've just said, oh, horse. And it's just gone on and on and on and it replicates the code. Endless horse sounds like a, it's a great band name. Yeah. <laughs> If we ever set up a band, if we yeah. ever get into music, yeah, that will go to call ourselves Endless Horse. <laughs> Hello, San Diego. We are Endless Horse, and you've been brilliant. <laughs> what kind of music? That sounds like rock to me. Yeah, I'd say or alternative. Yeah, alternative yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It kind of maybe along the same lines as Cage the Elephant. Oh, I don't know. I was even thinking like maybe like crunch maybe like a pearl jam or something like that yeah yeah good shout good shout maybe yeah. we should be maybe we should get into the music scene we'll have a we've podcast just made now. a band yeah yeah we we have just created we are endless horse we're going to get sued by the person that owns this website as well <laughs> they'd have to make themselves known and they haven't yeah, for all yeah. this time have they <laughs> no i don't think so again no information on it um and then to fit have you got any more well, it was me it was me i did it <laughs> <laughs> you haven't got any more okay we'll finish off on another completely useless one um so this one is just called ducks are the best and it's basically <laughs> like a pixelated picture of a duck. And as you move your cursor across the screen, it just replicates the duck and just sits all over the screen. So do you know when like Windows has an error and it duplicates the pages? That's just what it does, but across your screen with a duck. And it's got these like flashing colors in the background. I feel like this might have been a website once created to see if like you could hypnotize people. Because have the colours seen, in the background. I have seen you get illuminated with multi-colours. <laughs> yeah, is that that website? Earlier on, in, earlier on in the podcast, I've been sat there. I don't yeah. know if you can see me on camera because I can't keep both pages open at once. I've just got, yeah, I've just got, 
because obviously I've got Lou in front of me on the screen. Yeah, and he's just at one point he was just being illuminated by all sorts yeah. of neon yeah. colours. It's, it's because midway while you were talking, I just went to end. Lou, stop, I just went to ducks stop, are the best. Stop, don't I don't think that's good for you. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's a bit like oh my god. It's like a, some psychological thing, like that film, uh, the men that stare at goats. You've been hypnotized. You've been hypnotized. But yeah, very, very useless. Um, but again, just a little bit of fun, I guess. I feel like what we've established from this episode is that these are all websites that if you were so bored that you just needed 15 minutes to kill in like a waiting room or you're waiting for a train, um, <laughs> these would yeah. be a good way to kill those those 10, 15 minutes. But well, yeah. hopefully we've given people some fun things to have a look at on the net if they're yeah. not already aware of them. And I would hope that if people have listened to this, they've actually visited the websites as we have, like in real time and listened to us while we've talked about it, because I feel like that would be a much better experience than then after the fact going to these websites. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll double check them. They, they were, like we said, they are all active, but yeah, I'll, um, I'll, I'll probably put them in the show notes, actually. Yeah, they are all active and they are all safe because I've tested my um, very secure there computer with them as well. So you can uh, be safe to say that casting views are taking the risk so that you don't have to. Don't say that. Don't say that. We're not taking <laughs> risk for anything. <laughs> right. Have you got anything else to finish on? Actually, I just want to say, when we change the music, I just want to say thanks again to Josh Wilson for the intro and outro. When I'm doing the editing, I still love listening to that bit. It's one of my favourite bits is putting the intro and outro to it. So cheers, Josh. Yes, thank you very much, Josh. It's actually cool to have something custom as well. And please subscribe to our episodes so you don't miss more quality output like this. Um, yeah, if you did check out any of these websites and or you feel like we missed out on any strange websites, please do feel free to send us a tweet at castingviews or send us an email at castingviewspod at gmail.com. And we'll leave you with, we know there are many podcasts from which you can choose. So we thank you for listening to Casting Views. Two, three, four. If I want your opinion, I will give it. To you Come on, take what we've got Cause you need